Hi ladies, this is TT. I hope you all are doing well. I'm trusting God that you are. Thank you again for joining me on this week's podcast of my book, The Golly Woman's Guide, Spiritual Devotion and Inspiration for Women, 52 Weeks of Faith, Hope, Prayers, and Guidance. We are on page 169, week 44, right on time is this week's title. So let's get rolling. We all have moments when our faith could be stronger. Not too long ago, I and my husband headed north to celebrate his birthday. While at our destination, God revealed to me that my trust in him was lacking. So I went to him in prayer and asked him to strengthen my faith. I had no idea his answer would come so quickly. The next day, as we headed back home over 200 miles away, our car battery suddenly died. The scary part for me was that it was kind of late in the evening and the sun was going to be setting in only a few hours and we were in the middle of nowhere. We had just passed the gas station about 30 miles earlier and we were 30 miles from the nearest one, smack dab in the middle of no, smack dab in the middle of the scorching desert. Since I was the one driving at the time, I immediately woke my husband who was quietly napping in the back. He quickly got up and we worked together to try to get the truck restarted. As we looked under the hood, we chatted about the battery since the indicator light showed that it was where the problem was. After speaking with my husband on the matter, he informed me that even if someone pulled over and gave us a jump start due to the type of engine that it was, that that would not help. I shockingly said, what? You mean no one can help us? Not even a passing car? He said, yep. So I said out loud, oh, well, the only way we are going to get this truck going is if Jesus starts it. He glanced at me and gave me a funny look. So I sighed and we hopped back inside the truck. Earlier, we tried to ignite the engine about five to six times and it would not start. Yet this time it started on our first try. We could not believe it. Obviously, elated, my husband pressed hard on the accelerator and we were finally able to head into town. I will never forget that day because God quickly answered my prayer to increase my faith and it worked. I recall just a few minutes before the car shut down that I was bragging to myself about the manufacturer of our vehicle and how they make such reliable cars. Boy, did Jesus make me eat those words. I quickly realized that without... God, without God, nothing works, no matter how good we think it is. However, the main point I would like to make is that God is always right on time. Although our car broke down, it did not interfere with the plans we had for that day, including an important Bible study I had to teach that night. As usual, God showed up and right on time. Focus scripture. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Psalm 34, 19 prayer. Heavenly Father, holy is thy name. Lord, please increase my faith. Please strengthen me and remind me of your power and your love for me. I pray I learn to cheerfully wait on you and remember you are never late but right on time and will never let me down. Thank you, Father, for blessing me, listening to me, and for answering this prayer. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Closing. 
Ladies, no matter how tough life gets, and it can get rough, God sees all and knows what is going on. So keep your faith in him because he surely won't let you down. He will show up and write on time. And so, yes, yes, God showed up that day and right on time. I wasn't late for my Bible study. I think I was still a few minutes earlier than the scheduled time to meet. And uh, it was an important meeting to me because all my Bible lessons, especially the one on ones are important to me. They're all important. And so I was still able to make that Bible class. And I believe the sister I was having a Bible class with, I think she got baptized that night or a week later. And so that was great. God is good. I'm so happy about that. But yeah, God showed up. He showed right right on time. And so, you know, right now we're all waiting on God. Most of us are waiting on God, you know, during this pandemic. We're all waiting on him because a lot of us, you know, we've had plans and our plans have been delayed. You know, everything has uh, not everything, but a lot of things have come to a halt, have come to a stop. And it's not much we can do about it. In certain areas, none we could do except for wait. But waiting can be a good thing. And we do well to wait on God. We do well to wait on him because he will show up at the perfect time and right on time. Because God wastes nothing, not even our time. When we're waiting on him, we, we don't have to worry. It's going to turn everything into our favor. And everything will be done and done in a timely manner. You know, I as a godly woman, a Christian woman who has a full time women's ministry, you know, I have a lot of to do lists. I have a lot of things to do. I'm, all, I'm always doing something. I always got something going on with my ministry and my husband's a preacher. So I'm helping, you know, I'm assisting him in what he's doing as well. And so I always got something to do. I always got deadlines to reach and all these things. And so there's times I have to wait. There's times I have to wait and it's like, ah, but I have a saying that I encourage you all to, to use, utilize if you want, or a mantra. I have, I have a quite a few mantras I've developed. God's blessed me to develop over the last decade, going on 20 years. And definitely since I had my women's ministry, well, I would say probably since 2003, I started developing these mantras. But, uh, and one of them is I don't have to rush. I can slow down as I trust in God. Everything will be all right and taken care of. And so that that saying is is based on experience, the Holy Bible and experience that God always shows up at the right time. And if something needs to get done, it's going to get done. We don't have to rush. We don't have to fret. I don't have to rush. I don't have to first that I don't have to rush or fret that God will handle uh, handle everything and it will be taken care of at the due time at the perfect time. And God is always right on time. We may think God is late, but he's not. When Abraham and uh, Sarah had their son, Isaac, it seemed like God was late, you know, because they were late, late. They were elderly. They were way beyond the years of child, child, you know, uh, producing children, especially Sarah. Because Abraham, afterwards, he won, he married again after Sarah passed, and he had some more children by other wives. And so he could still have babies, but her, for sure, she was past her childbearing years. But they had Isaac at the perfect time. If God wanted Isaac to be born sooner, he would have been born sooner. And so we do well to trust in God's perfect timing. It may look like God is late or we're missing out on something, but... We're not. God is going to turn everything into our favor and the timing will be perfect. And when we, in, in hindsight, we look and we're like, wow, 
you know, that turned out perfect. I thought God was late. I thought I was behind. I thought everything, it was just too late for this or that to happen. And somehow, some way, God always makes a way. He always makes a way and he always turns everything into our favor. Or he'll create something new where what we were doing or thought was a good idea turned out to be not a good idea after all. And God reveals something better for our life. And so that's the God that we serve. We serve a great, magnificent, wonderful, majestic, awesome, amazing God. Excuse me. So, so yeah, God is going to show up. So whatever you're waiting on, whatever, don't fret. Don't worry about it. Don't rush it. Just thank God for whatever he's doing. You could just say, Lord, I don't really know what's going on, but I thank you because I know you're going to turn it into my favor and it's going to the timing is going to be perfect. And it will be as long as we stay faithful and we stay in communion and connection with God via prayer and the Holy Bible. We don't have nothing to worry about or fret about because God is good. And Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. And so we do well to do that, to just trust in God and and believe that he's going to show up right on time like he always does. There was something else I had wanted to chat with you ladies about, too. It's about the media. I put something on my Facebook page about BET and MTV and how the stuff on there, a lot of stuff on there is filthy. You know, a lot of these videos that we see today, oh man, they're appalling. What we see these men doing to our women and our poor women are allowing it for the sake of what? Money. You know, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all sin. And I want to uh, say, you know, first of all, I'm not judging the world. I'm speaking to church members about things going on in the world that we need to be aware of. And um, so that's that's what that's I'm not judging anyone. I'm, I'm talking about some things that we need to know, especially for our children, you know, because the Bible says, you know, we used to be in the world. I know I was in where I did a lot of crazy stuff. I wasn't raised in the church. I did a lot of stuff I ain't proud of and I regret. And yeah, I regret even though God has added me to the church and gave me a new life. Yep. I still regret those things because I believe that God could have still worked great things in my life without me having to be out there sinning and acting a fool. I know some people say, oh, it don't matter, you know, whatever. God, God, I wouldn't have been able to be in this way if God hadn't did that or this. I don't th- I don't always agree with that. That's just my, my opinion. So. But anyway, uh, this media is crazy. Where our children are watching, we want to be cautious that we do not give our children their remote control. Because this stuff that's on the TV, the television today is, wow, it's just out there. I thought things were bad when I was younger, and they were bad. But now, it's like, wow, when the Bible says it, things are going to get worse. Times are going to get worse. And it's true. We see it. We we see these things because they have things on cable and stuff or what they call it. Cable and uh, what's this other thing? Direct TV and this on demand. These videos and things. They even have channels specifically for not for gay people, but yeah, for for homosexuals. And there's a they have a whole channel. And it's like, wow, ooh, you know, and then we have even worse adultery and fornication on a lot of these television shows. I like Tyler Perry, especially when he first came out. 
he made some good movies. He tried to keep it Christian themed or, you know, a Christ in there. And now he's hooking up with Oprah. He's hooked up with Oprah to make some shows for her. And these television shows or things he's making is we don't need to be watching these things. And we definitely don't want our children to watch them with this constant sexual immorality just all over the place. Adultery and fornication included. I'm condemning those two all over the place. Just this this uh, sexual immorality is just running rampant. And, uh, you know, that's the world. And we want to be careful that we're not watching these things because they can make us insensitive to sin. And we don't want to be insensitive to sin. We want to be sensitive to sin. And so watching all of these these sexual acts, and even though it's not rated X, it's close enough. It's like, wow, you know, we don't want to uh, minimize these things. And we can if we constantly keep watching these things. I don't even like watching sh- watching stuff where they're constantly showing a woman's cleavage out. It's like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. And these women in these videos, including Beyonce, old as she is now, going on 40 and they're squatting on the ground, dancing with their legs wide open. It's like, really? Come on. That is like so degrading to oneself. And so we have to be careful what we watch. We have to be careful, especially for our children. We have to be careful who we listen to. I'm not putting anybody down. I like Oprah. I like Tyler Perry. I like people in the world. I love them. I pray for these people. I pray for them because I was out there before, even if I wasn't. God tells us to pray for these people and I don't hate any of these people. I pray for them. I just don't like what they're doing all for the sake of a dollar sign, you know, all for the sake of a dollar. It's like, really? Come on. And so Tyler Perry, he's working for Oprah and we have to keep in mind, Oprah has never been married from what she stated. Oprah has been shacking up. She's the probably the most, uh, the woman that shacked up has shacked up longer than anybody else on the planet. She's in her 60s and she's still shacking up. Unless she came out recently and said she's married to Stedman because I know she's still with Stedman and they're not married. She's still shacking up with this man. So this woman that's called herself a Christian, she says she's a Christian or believe in God or whatever. She had been she has been shacking up for what, 40 years? Over 40 years, she 30, 40 years she'd been shacking up. Because her instead still hasn't got married. And I believe she said he was married before with children. So I don't know the whole situation, but I'm just trying to make a point that we got to be careful who we listen to, including Joyce Meyer. This is her second marriage. I don't know all the details. I'm not going into details. I'm not judging people. I'm basing on the Bible. Jesus said you should know them by their fruit. We need to be careful who we're listening to. Even where we worship now, even our leaders. We have to be careful. We need to know these people background, even the elders and the deacons. There are qualifications that the church has to look over before we appoint these people in these positions. And so that's a Bible principle that we need to know who our leaders are. Jesus said, or the Bible says in the New Testament, appoint men who are faithful, faithful, not perfect. They don't have to have a flawless record. But still, we don't want to ever like put a child molester or predator over the children in the nursery. 
and so or over our teenage girls we don't want to put no predator so we need to know people's background we have to do these things we have to protect our children and our youth and so we have to protect them what what is on the television we can't sit our children in front of the tv that's never been a good idea, but especially now with with these basic these what they these videos that anyone can watch, including on YouTube, regardless of your age. These videos, like from Rihanna, some of these other people, not only her, and all these sexual situations they're showing, and now they're just basically having women in a strip club. So they've brought the strip club to the TV, and our children have access to this. We want to be careful. Because these things can mess our children up for life. Looking at uh, young boys, looking at women with no clothes on can lead to them disrespecting the opposite sex. We don't want that. We want our young men respecting women. That can lead them to, to disrespecting women. And in different ways. Also looking at these videos of uh, these channels. And pornography that's also out there on the internet that's rampant on the internet. When you have little children and they see pornography, it can cause gender confusion. And that's one reason we have a lot of teenagers, young people, they, they think they're gay. They think they want the, op- the same sex. And so, and they're being taught that there's nothing wrong with it. Says who? The Bible says it's wrong, not me. The Bible says it's wrong. And if anybody have any question, go to the Bible. Don't come to me. Go to the Bible and read it. And so we just have to be careful. You know, we don't want our children to be tainted. Life is hard enough. We don't want this baggage. And so we want to be careful with what our children is viewing and the music they're listening to. It's just, man, you know. I'm just trying to make us aware of these things. That's all I'm doing as a Christian and a godly woman. I'm just making us aware uh, so that we can protect our children as mothers or grandmothers, grandparents. We want to protect our children from these things going on in the world because we want them to. We don't want them to have so much baggage when they get older and mature. We don't want them. You know, we want them to make as few mistakes as possible. Mistakes are important in life because. We live, we learn through our mistakes, and that's fine. None of us is flawless. But some things our children don't need to learn, especially this sexual morality problem and where it's stemming from. They'll need to they'll need to learn that. You know, but a lot of bad things come through this pornography and this rated R stuff that's kind of rated X now because it's just so much that they reveal. Where 20, 30 years ago, they didn't reveal this stuff. I remember when I was growing up, we couldn't even say the word. Just saying the word homosexual or those type of things. It's like it was taboo. Some things we just didn't say. And this profanity. Man, it's like even Dr. Phil curses. I'm like, Dr. Phil? It's like, really? Come on. You know, they don't, they'll say these bad words, not including the F word. Well, how long do you think it's going to be before that word gets permission? So anyway, ladies, that's, 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 you know, that's just something we need to think about. I just want us to be aware of and to protect our children and protect ourselves. We don't need the, the Bible says, you know, to guard our heart. 
And that's that's how we guard it. Based, you know, we we're careful, we're cautious, we're mindful of what we're putting in our minds. We're mindful of these things. Um, and so, but yeah, back to the lesson. Yeah, God is going to be right on time. You know, this pandemic was right on time. It's perfect. I know it don't seem perfect for this pandemic. I hate that anybody has died through this pandemic. But God is all seeing. God is all knowing. He knows everything that's going on. He's wiser than I ever will be. Than I can ever even think to be. He is just the wisest. God, Jesus is our wisdom. And so God is all knowing, all seeing. He knows everything that's going on. And this pandemic came at the perfect time. It was right on time. I'm not going to go into detail why I believe that, but it's from a spiritual point of view. And I'm glad that it happened when it did happen. And no, I don't like I don't like the pandemic. You know, it's, it's, I really hate to see what it's doing to America. <sighs> but overall, from a spiritual point of view, it is happening at the perfect time. It's happening right when it needs to happen. But I hope I never live to see another pandemic because this is uh, it's a lot. And a lot of people are hurting, especially our young people. They're hurting right now because they don't know what to do. People that's like in their 30s and under, 30 years old and under in their 20s and teenage years, they don't know what to do with this. And so we need to uh, we do well to sit down and talk to our children. In our home and if we're Bible class teachers, they need to know this ain't the end of the world and everything's going to be okay. That's why I told my son. My son is in his late 20s, but I told him, I said, this will pass. It's not the end of the world. Everything's going to be okay. And so I told my son. And so he's still working and being productive. And I just pray for him diligently every day. And so we have to remind our young people of this because they don't know. They haven't experienced enough in life. Uh, enough troubles and things to you know to see a way out they don't have enough uh, experience to have the faith that we have or we should have and so everything's going to happen right on time God is always on time he's an on time God and he knows what he's doing and whatever he's allowed to happen he knows the timing is perfect and he's going to see us through this ladies he's going to see us through his children his faithful children He's going to see us through this. And so we want to make sure that we stay faithful and that we don't waste any time of what's going on right now. We want to use this time wisely. So whatever is going on in your life right now, use it wisely. Take advantage of it. Don't take it for granted. Take advantage of it. Use it for your benefit. Whatever you're going through right now, trusting that God's going to show up on time. He's going to be on time no matter what, wherever it's happening. He's going to be on time, right on time, because he's an on-time guy, and he loves us, and he has our best interests at heart. That's why he's in Christ Jesus, John 3, 16, because he loves us, and he has our best interests at heart, and that's the great, beautiful God that we serve. And so I'm so grateful to God. So let's just keep that in mind. And yeah, you know, life is about troubles. I have to remind us, including myself, that life is about troubles, and But God is going to rescue us from all of them. So we're not just having troubles because we're Christians. The whole world is having troubles. We can see that now. But God always delivers his his, uh, faithful children. 
God always delivers us from all our troubles according to the passage we just read in Romans 8.28. If he don't totally take us out of the problem or remove it from us, he'll turn it into our favor. Romans 8.28, one of my favorite Bible passages is worth reciting, is worth putting it on your wall and putting it in your memory. That God's going to turn into your favor. So he's going to turn this pandemic into our favor. And whatever we're going through in our life, God will turn into our favor when we just keep walking with him and Jesus. Because God is love and God loves you. If no one told you today that God loves you, I'm telling you, God loves you. God loves you and I love you too. So thank you ladies for listening to this podcast once again. I hope it has been a blessing to you. May God, our Holy Father in heaven, continue to bless you so that you may always be a blessing wherever you go. Love you. Chat with you later. Bye-bye.